0: Welcome to the Life of a Gentleman Podcast, the number one podcast to learn about the hottest men's fashion and grooming brands. We interview the brand owners so you get the inside story. We'll also discuss fashion, business, and entrepreneurship, and all things gentlemen. Whether you're looking to advance your career, increase your style, or just discover the best new products, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, award-winning author, entrepreneur, and business owner, Richard Taylor. Hey, Rich, let's start
1: the show. Thank you for that introduction. And guys, welcome back to another episode of The Life of a Gentleman. And I am so excited about this episode because we are combining all the things that we love. If you want to be an entrepreneur, check. If you love fashion, check. If you want to grow your social media on Instagram, check. We are talking about all those things on today's episode. And My guest is a seven-figure entrepreneur, so we are not talking theory here. We are talking about actionable items that are going to get you excited, that is going to generate revenue and really take you to the next level. Also, guys, as you probably know, we've been missing for a little bit and we took the summer off. I've been really concentrating on the custom suit and custom shoe business, helping guys with their weddings, helping guys uh, get ready for corporate guys that are going back to work, things are starting to open up, you want to look sharp, get in touch. We have a special this month. You can get 20% off your first custom item with Harrison Blake Apparel. We also have what we call the Gentleman's Package, which is one custom suit, one custom shirt, and a custom pair of shoes. That's three custom pieces for $1,000. And that includes shipping anywhere in the world, And I mentioned that because we have a lot of listeners overseas, especially in Germany. So shout out to Germany for listening and also shout out to South Africa. We have a lot of listeners there as well. Also want to say that next week, we have a special show coming up with Dennis Stiles. He's still with us, still rocking with us. And stay tuned to the end of the show because we have a contest and also a special announcement because yes, the podcast is back in full effect and we will be traveling to a city and it might be near you. So stay tuned. But without any further delay, let's get into the interview with finley hats and if you don't know anything about finley hats you're about to find out one of the best companies that you can possibly find if you want to have the most stylish hats that are functional but also their social media those of you that are on social media most of you are on instagram check out their engagement how they interact with their customers and learn a lot like i said seven figure entrepreneur guys it doesn't get any better than this let's go
0: now it's time for the Entrepreneur Spotlight. Real professionals, real business owners, and entrepreneurs drop in and drop jewels on us. Looking to learn from others that have done it? Ready to get your business really rolling? Sit back and buckle up. Our
1: experts are ready to inspire. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the interview portion of the show. And we are joined by an entrepreneur that's doing absolutely amazing things. His story will inspire you. And I know a lot of you are small business owners and you feel sometimes that, man, your back is against the wall and you don't know what you can do. This guy's definitely done it. His name is Jimmy Hickey. He is the founder of Finley Hats, and they started in 2013. They went from a two-person team all the way up to a 12-person team now with over seven figure revenues in 2018. And he's going to explain exactly how he did this and how you can do it too. So, Jimmy, welcome to the program. Hey Richard, thanks for having me, happy to be here Glad to have you, uh, as I mentioned you know, you've had a lot of success in this world of e-commerce and and right now more than ever, I've been encouraging people who listen to this show, start an e-commerce brand because no matter what happens you're still able to sell and, and I think more and more people are really jumping online these days and it seems like, I'm, I'm sure looking back it was probably one of the smartest decisions you made
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh definitely been uh, something that I'm grateful for and uh, having a good day in my life. But you know, it's been a, definitely a, an interesting road to get to where we are today and happy to uh, dive in and share some of my
1: uh, experiences. Most definitely. Looking forward to hearing it. Um, let's start with the product, uh, Finley Hats. Exactly what kind of hats are Finley Hats just for the audience before they get a chance to go online and maybe check them out. You could describe them for us and, and then also tell us what makes them so different.
2: Right. So yeah, we, we are Fiddly hats and we make hats that are built for good times. All of our hats have a patented stampede lace on the front of them. Uh, it basically just looks like a, a, two laces on the front of the hats that can be styled in different ways. You can put different colors on the hat. You can mix and match, match your outfit, match your shoes. You can tie that lace in different styles to kind of give it a different look. But most importantly, that lace is designed to be brought down around your chin, keep your hat on your head through good times. Uh, so it'll keep your hat on your head without flying off. Next time you're you know, just sticking your head out of your limo, out on the boat, jumping out of helicopters, uh, whatever those good times may be, or the cats that are designed to uh, stay on your head and not fall off during those good times. They also have a hidden pocket inside, as well as a lifetime warranty, which is one thing a lot of companies in the hat space just don't offer. So uh, if your dog eats your hat or gets ran over or whatever happens to it, they'll fix it or replace it for free, no questions asked. That's a quick little little elevator pitch to
1: Stanley hats. No, that's cool. One thing that stood out, I'm like, wait a minute, lifetime warranty on a hat? Man, I've never seen that before. I tell you what, I've I've lost my fair share of hats or had them get beat up, and never thought about trying to get it replaced.
2: Yeah, it's definitely something that, and it comes from the really the early stage of the brand where one, we, we you know our hats have a little bit more tech on them um, than a normal hat will have. So we were worried that we didn't know like what the long term uh, survivability of uh, some of the, like the pocket or the, the grommet that holds the bases in or any of that stuff so it was really a, it was a piece of just like our own safety, like we didn't know if the stuff would work so we wanted to, you know make sure someone bought it that they weren't worried about it getting damaged and two you know, we say our hats are up for good times, so we want people to go out there and, and do some cool stuff with them we don't want them worried about their favorite hat getting damaged, you know, we'd way rather you know, have someone out there doing something cool with the hat and if it does, you know, break or get, you know in the process uh, you know they're not worried about it they're not going to take it off next time they're doing something cool um, and as a result we get some pretty cool you know feedback and uh, content from people out there doing some pretty uh, good stuff with their hats. so
1: yeah I noticed it's, that uh,
2: it's a pretty intense process handling the warranty from a logistical standpoint especially at scale
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, but luckily we do so much production in house right here in Portland Oregon um, that it's not too crazy to keep up with but uh some hats we see are pretty haggard and pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times the, the movers is just completely replace it over time, uh, piece it back
1: together and fix it. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And I've, I saw a video that you guys put out. Um, people were doing all kinds of cool stuff with the hats. You know, they're out in the water. Like you said, they were skateboarding, snowboarding, just all kinds of different things. I bet some of that content, I was wondering when I was watching, I was like, is this something that they're producing or is this actual content of actual users wearing the product?
2: So it's a mix. Um, a lot of our, our ads, we, we have to like kind of pull our opposite, uh, um, directions for our advertising. We have, we have a production company that we've worked with from day one. Um, that we've worked, uh, we contract to do probably five to ten videos a year with. And through those videos, you know, we just have like terabytes and terabytes of footage from them. Um, so a lot of the commercials and stuff will be that high production, good quality. Professionally shot. You know, we have like a sound mixer. Like they they go really hard with, them with some of the the video production we put out. And then some of the other stuff we do is filmed on my phone that I'm talking to you on right now. That's uh, very simple. Um, you know, low production, uh, low budget stuff, and we see great results with both of those. So I think from a sales perspective, I think it's important to have both the high production stuff and the uh, lower quality stuff that's you know more relatable. And then also I didn't really touch on, but user generated content is huge for us as well so um some of that stuff is also from you know our community the the Finley force out there uh, filming stuff taking photos usually uh if we work with someone who is not necessarily sponsored by us but they're really good at creating cool content we'll just send them care packages of hats throughout the year because um, we know that they're going to be out there slacklining over huge cliffs or they're going to be doing something cool because they're good at taking photos as it is but um, you know, they also know that if they wear a hat while doing that, they'll be featured on our page or run it in an ad or something like that. So kind of goes both ways. They, they rub our back, we got uh, them hats it works out kind of all around. So a big mix.
1: I like that. Uh, you mentioned uh, Finley Force, I believe you called it. Um, it's probably like a hashtag you guys have. Um, with your community, it says over 100,000 strong Here's a question that a lot of entrepreneurs want to know. How do you build that community? Uh, It's tough on social media to really grow a following. What did you guys do in the early days and what are you doing now to to make sure it keeps going?
2: So we're doing the same thing today that we did in the early days. And that's the hand slow and tedious direct communication one-on-one with our customers and community. Um, from the very beginning of it like you know when our instagram had just started we went to every person who engaged with us went to their page we'd ask them questions we'd comment we'd engage we'd you know be involved and be one of our taglines is we're your friends that definitely have we got your back for life and that's something that we really try to portray in all copy and all communication with our community and that uh we're you know we want to be like friends like if someone's a picture of a fish we go man that's a monster like Mm-hmm. you know must have been wearing your lucky hat we'll we'll, we'll, we'll try to start a conversation last questions and um basically try to uh just not just be a faceless corporation you know like we'll we'll straight up like sometimes we'll, we'll sign off by whoever was commenting on my post like you know we'll sign our name at the end of it um just a lot of one-on-one communication with people and at times you know over time that's scaled up we have two In our social media comments and messages and uh, customer service stuff and uh, so at scale we just had to bring on more hands to do it but we spent that easily two hours a day every single day with direct customer interaction across social media um, and that's the same early on as it is today because um, there's a few more people in the funnel you know now um, so that's one piece of it, you know, to be just direct communication with our, our fan base. And to be fair, we don't have an insanely massive, you know, following. We have, but we have a very strong following. Um, we have some, you know, ride or die community members. We have probably 30 plus people with tattoos. Uh, wow. We have them like, with our logo tattooed on them. Uh, we have people who like probably 100 to 500 people who have over 100 hats. Um, we have a, a, collect, a group of just pure collectors uh, on Facebook uh, that are. the community knows more about our hats than even I do. Um, so, I mean, that's been, you know, our community was from the very beginning very orchestrated because uh, that lace that I was talking about on our hats, we call it our stampede lace. And when we launched, we didn't know if that would actually be something we could legally protect with a patent uh so we wanted to build a strong community so the off chance that another company were to rip us off our community would then go after them and uh like protect us like it would basically be really difficult to steal the idea because we had like a fiercely strong community uh, so that was one of the the original you know uh goals with it and then uh, to finish this rambling with one more answer to that and the other piece of it is too you know we, we try to have the best quality product we can at a fair price we try to give every customer just gives us an opportunity that we try to give them a positive experience. Um, you know, our, our communication across the board, we try to be extremely open about who we are. We were based out of a living room. Um, we shared that we were living, you know, our company had two people working out of the living room. Then when we expanded into my garage, uh, we shared that we were garage-based world domination. And we were, you know, we opened up our doors and shared, our, shared uh, behind the scenes uh, information about who we are and what we're all about. And, uh, you know, we've been very open about that through the whole process. And I think that, you know, kind of a lot of people could relate to that and see that we weren't just some, like, you know, faithless, jerks trying to just make money, but you know we're just like genuine people trying to make a living selling hats. Um, so I think it's the, you know the full mix of all of that. But the, I think a big piece is that that positive experience end to end with our customers and kind of doing whatever we can to
1: make sure their experience is positive. Beautiful. I like that letting people go along with you on the journey. It's probably been been great. People that have been there from day one, those are probably some of the people that you mentioned that have the tattoos. I would imagine, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So, all, to be fair, there's 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 the, there's a funny mix of people that uh, aren't even super fans that just have our t- t- tattoo as well. I ran into someone that had it tattooed on his uh, rear end. <laughs> just randomly out of the was like, "What would you what would you say about it? you told me I had a tattoo there?" like, What? And, uh, and he showed it to me and it was pretty impressive. But never heard of the guy. He's not a super customer. He just has our tattoo. Uh, so there's but uh, the majority of them are yeah, people been around for a while and. Uh,
1: no, that that's that's pretty cool, and that's a funny story. I mean, it's, it's got to make you feel good. Hey, one good thing is you designed an awesome logo. Then you know, you know that if somebody's willing to put it on. Yeah, that's
2: a, a, good, a great sign. There's a, a good variety of them too. There's a there's some guy has like a skull. Like I don't ever want a skull tattoo on me, but no, you know if you get that's your thing, you, I like, totally support that. But it's a skull wearing one of our hats. The laces down. And, oh uh, wow! It looks—it's a pretty cool looking cat. And it's
1: like probably like six inches, seven inches tall on his back. It's big. Oh man, that's crazy. But yeah, you gotta love that, and that's some great content. I mean, you—you can't make this stuff up. You know, you post something <laughs> like that—it's that's social proof right there. I tell you that, man.
2: Yeah, no joke.
1: Now you—you've scaled up over you know the past five, six years, um, seven years. um like you mentioned when you first started in the living room and, and that's inspiring in itself because there's a lot of people that listen to this show you know they're just getting started and they feel like man I've got so far to go but, but over this really a short span you've, you've grown this up to a, a much larger team what was that like growing a team what, what would you give as far as a suggestion or tip for somebody who's thinking about maybe adding on you know one or two key players just to get started
2: nice so that's Honestly, one of the most challenging uh, pieces of building a company is building your team. And um, the book by Jack Welsh, uh, called I think it's called Winning, um, is the best book on leadership that I've come across. Um, and I'll, I'll follow up after this to make sure it's that, that's the exact title of it. Um, but it's either way. So as far as leadership, I, I have encouraged reading that just to kind of get a good grasp on it. But uh, for me, when it's As far as hiring on new help, uh, when the time is right, it should definitely feel like the time is right. Uh, You don't want it to be a risk hiring someone else on, um, but at the same time, when someone else comes onto the team, uh, you know, one, you want to make sure that they're a good culture fit, that they're, you know, someone that you can get along with, that you guys, you know, they have the the proper vision and that you guys can, you know, coexist and work well together. but bringing on someone that can help, you know, based, you know, the, the old phrase, hire for your weaknesses, um, you know, it could be a real game changer. Uh, when we first started hiring on Production Help, so I wasn't spending 10 hours a day just trying to get hats shipped out the door, um, that gave a huge opportunity for us to keep growing the business. Um, and it was, you know, each hire we had since then has had kind of its own pivotal a uh, positive effect on the brand. Uh, we've experimented with a few hires that we haven't, you know, once they, that position was no longer needed or they really left, we didn't rehire. Um, so, I mean, it, it's been a lot of trial and error, uh, end to end, as far as bringing people on. Um, we have a really tight-knit community of our, uh, our just tight-knit organization, which is like, everyone in there is kind of like friends, uh, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Um, it has its strengths and weaknesses being really close with your employees um uh, but as a whole you know we, we want to have a short work environment and we want to make sure that uh you know people wake up every day and are happy to come into work so we try to create the most positive uh you know environment we can for our team um i think it kind of strays from the question there
1: but no no that that makes sense you touched on it in a lot of different <laughs> ways because you know I, i've had the experience myself. Um, I did expand and to grow my team at one point, and I hired some friends, and uh, it didn't work out. Um, it, it worked for a while, and then and then it didn't work. Um, and so now I'm back to not really having uh, that as as something that i i will do in the future I, d- I don't know um i had a little more success outsourcing work to uh people i didn't know so it, you know i get i get what you're saying definitely i mean sometimes it can it can be a plus and a minus but the fact that you guys have like camaraderie uh you can kind of tell that you're all pulling together to grow the brand and and you've done that as as we mentioned at the very outset you guys went up uh, over seven figures um Let's just get a one more entrepreneur tip before we let you go. I mean, it's not very often we get somebody with this kind of experience. So, um, what would be uh, a, a bit of advice you'd give somebody for for trying to scale? You know, maybe they've hit six figures, and then you know, once that's a milestone for a small business, but to get up to seven, a lot of businesses don't get there. Um, what would you tell them?
2: So, just a, a little backstory here. Um, you know, we started this with no investors. Started this with about I think fourteen fifteen hundred dollars and like 70 80 hats um, so you know it's been a very slow painstaking uh, history to get to where we are today um, with a lot of you know long hours and grinding and the thing that really helped us get from the, like mid six figures to up in the past seven figures was I mean it's not it's not cool and it's not uh Exciting, but it really was just strategic advertising.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: as soon as we got a mastery level of Facebook advertising knowledge, um, which I achieved over a few weeks, they just uh, watching courses on Udemy and uh, taking the Facebook blueprint course and just doing a lot of homework on that end. I mean, I, not, not to say I mastered it in two weeks, but I got a good understanding on at least how to start and then mastered it over the next few years. Um, but, honestly, just strategic, smart, social media advertising is what was the night-day hockey stick style growth that our brand experienced. Um, we, we already we had, a, we had a very loose advertising strategy prior to having a better understanding of it. Um, but as soon as we, we kind of got the, the basics of what makes a good ad, how to put that in front of the right people, and to our website got the right you know, targeted people to our website um, we more or less saw you know overnight growth that was the one major game changer from when we went to you know doing an average of 10 orders a
1: day to 100 orders a day mm. um, was just simply having a good advertisement that, ha- that was
2: strong visually that had a good call to action that um, had a, a good offer that was put in front of the right people uh, I mean, that's the bare basics of a, of a strong ad and uh, something that'll give results. I mean, you also need to have a solid sales funnel. You need to have a good landing page that when they get there, it's very clear what where, where, where they go. If they don't purchase, you need to, you know, the, the uh, retargeting and uh, set up. Um, if they need to purchase, you need to have a way to get them back in the future. So, I mean, it's, you know having your whole funnel end to end is important, but uh, once all of that is set up, having a strong, you know, advertising strategy, at least for us, was the thing that really gave us the the boost to get
1: to where we are today. I like that. That's something that scares people a lot of times is uh, Facebook ads. Boy, I know it can be tricky, but I like that you educated yourself. You know, you went and got the training that you needed, and and that's the key that we talk about on the show. I just wanted to kind of reemphasize to you guys listening, hey, look, it pays to get educated because uh, look at the results. That, that you can have
2: a thousand percent and I mean it's not that complicated It it's a whirlwind of potential there's so many different things you can test there's so many variables there's so many options there's different targeting there's different conversion goals there's different everything end to end but the basics of getting strong ads are not too crazy and then tweaking them from there is doable and in my opinion, it's you're doing yourself and your company a disservice to not spend a couple of days or a couple of weeks to really learn one of the most amazing opportunities that we you know have as business owners to be able to advertise to people that are based off of their interests, based off of what they you know their their past uh, like engagement in your website or or social media pages, and it's an amazing tool at our fingertips. And if you're anything less than an expert at social media advertising right now and you're trying to build your business, you're doing yourself a
1: disservice. Oh, man, appreciate that, guys. Man, I'm taking notes on that, too. I think I think everybody has to put this into play. Um, Jimmy, we could have you on here forever, man. We won't keep you. I just want to uh, give you the opportunity now. Please let everybody know how to get to your website and your social media so we can check these things out and, and get one of these on our heads
0: heck
2: yeah so uh our website is com. that's f-i-n-d-l-a-y-h-a-t-s.com uh our social media the two ones you pay attention to are just simplyhats on facebook and on instagram and uh if you have any questions or need anything at all uh i'm always happy to share whatever i can with anyone in the business world that is curious uh save the stuff but I'm totally on board to help any other small business owners my email is jimmy at finleyhats.com and I'm always happy to help
1: All right, guys you heard it take advantage of this reach out and definitely check out this product it's amazing Jimmy thank you so much for your time on the life of a gentleman and wishing you all the success in the future sir hey thank
2: you so much I appreciate it happy to be here and uh make yourself a great week
1: All right, guys, you heard it. That's it. That's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. We had one awesome interview that's going to knock it out the park for us. Want to give a special shout out once again to Finley Hats for coming through, dropping all that knowledge. I know I took notes. I'm always trying to build my brand and make it better. And so if I can learn from people that are doing bigger and better things than me and that are more experienced, Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That's how you get better. It's by doing the work, putting in the reps, and just continuing to keep your head down and keep grinding. That's what we're doing with the podcast. That's what we're doing with Harrison Blake Apparel. Don't forget about the specials this month with Harrison Blake Apparel. Shout out to Harrison Blake for being the sponsor of the show, as always. 20% off anything custom. All you have to do is let us know you heard about it on the podcast. And don't forget about that gentleman's package. Custom suit, custom shoes, custom shirt. You're going to be looking like the best dressed guy in your town or city with that deal. It's only $1,000 and it ships anywhere in the world. Makes a great gift as well. Also, guys, don't forget, as mentioned, next week we're going to be doing a special show talking about a accessory that you probably don't use. I'm going to challenge everybody listening. I bet you guys have never used this accessory. I don't care how stylish you think you are, but me and Dennis are going to talk about it. If you want to win a prize that's valued at over $75, all you have to do is drop a DM to either at Dennis underscore styles or at wear lapel pins or at the Podcast. And give us your guess on what you think the accessory that we're going to be discussing next week is. If you get it, and if you guess what it is, we're going to send that special special gift uh, right out to you. So that's uh, one way you can get engaged with us. But also another way, you know we love to travel. We've taken the show on the road. We hit Vegas uh, right before the shutdown in the past few years. Of course, we hit Detroit. We've hit Indianapolis. Uh, Let's see, where else have we gone? So many different places. Washington, D.C., Now, we're representing the Midwest one more time, a city that doesn't get a lot of love, but I'm telling you, I've been there. I can vouch for Cleveland. We will be in Cleveland October 23rd through the 25th, connecting with wineries, breweries, restaurants, guys that have style, and doing a custom suit show and custom shoes Don't forget the shoes in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going down October 23rd through the 25th. Get in touch with us. If you live in Cleveland or that vicinity, or if you just want to come and link up with us, dinner is on me. You heard it. Dinner and drinks is on me. If you meet us in Cleveland, guys, get in touch. Until next time, take care. And don't forget next week's episode is going to blow you away.